You're now tuned into the Hardwood Brand Podcast with your favorite guys, Dorian and Kyle. Good afternoon and welcome back to the Hardwood Brand Podcast. It's your favorite guys, Kyle and Dorian. If this is your first time listening, welcome and thanks for checking us out. To our regular listeners, welcome back and thanks for rolling with us. On this podcast, we discuss basketball-related topics, and we hope you find our conversations entertaining and educational. If you do, go back to our previous podcast and check them out. And with that said, let's sub ourselves in the game and get this ball moving. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of the Hardwood Brand Podcast. I know we are, we've been away for a little bit, but we're back. Uh, playoffs are here, getting ready to be the finals, and... Uh, we got some awards to talk about. So it's your favorite boy, Ross, in the building. Always old man, Ross, sweatsuits and new balances. Yo, yo, it's your boy, D. Hill, coming back at y'all. I've been away spending a lot of gift cards. Uh, yeah, my my yeah. Amazon account is, I might have to start using my own money again, and yeah. I don't like it. Yeah, you, okay, the house money is done? Close. Okay. All right, I was just just checking because you've been in the green with them forever. So yeah, yeah, uh, Father's right, Day well, coming up, so I'm gonna probably retool. Oh, uh, here we go. I'll make sure that I do not get you a gift card. I, he just told <laughs> on himself. I'm not getting him a gift card. Um, so like I mentioned in the beginning of the show, we'll just talk about these NBA awards. Uh, they they have finalists for each category. Uh, we'll we'll talk about who who's in each category and who we think will probably win maybe who who got snubbed uh that's mm-hmm. not in the category and just uh you know give it you give you uh the hardwood you know the style we give you uh feedback on everything so i guess you'll start off gift card bandit we got a uh, coach of the year which is very weird this year by the oh way oh my god very yeah. weird so the three candidate the three finalists i should say mm-hmm. first before we start do you agree or like how they're holding off giving the awards for a whole month after the regular season has started just because of this award show? No, I don't like the award show. I I think they should go back to the old format. Um, I just think that trying to change it up and have a new swing on things and they want, I don't know if Drake, is he hosting again? Drake? Yeah, it, it, I think it originally Drake's, this is Drake's concept. Well, I know it's his concept. Yeah, but I, I think he might be hosting again. Why wouldn't he? You know, he's trying to get all the attention he can. God's plan. Uh, I still like how you dropped that gym. I, I really don't like it, though. I'm not, a, I'm not a fan of it. I think certain things they shouldn't change or they shouldn't touch. Um, and I, I think giving the awards out throughout the playoffs and throughout the finals. I, I like that um, because what happens is people kind of forget what people have done throughout mm-hmm. the season because of you prolonging it so long. Uh, I mean, they they forget that Dwayne Casey had a good coaching year throughout the regular season. All they see now is what happened in the playoffs, and they forget, you know, how Donovan Mitchell was balling and whatnot. I just – I don't like it. I, I think it – it, it um, it prolongs stuff and and you know I don't I'm not a fan of Drake so I don't think that he <laughs> should be able to tell the NBA certain things and I don't know whatever yeah I mean I agree with you I just think um I think it kind of you forget about 
what happened in the regular season. Yeah, that's what I mean. When, exactly. the, when some of the candidates are in the playoffs. I mean, I know this has been going on for years, but especially now, the line kind of gets blurred because mm-hmm. you kind of start, like you said, you start thinking about what they did in the playoffs and instead of what they did in the regular season. And right. that kind of skews your judgment um, on a few categories that we're going to go through today. So, I mean, I know it's it's all about money and it's all about the production, but I feel like, you know, they should just go back to the way it used to be. They don't need an award show, man. Like, it's it's not necessary. It, it's not. And, and what's funny is it, it is money, but I don't even know if it's really money. I just think trying to get the youth and the social media and all that little stuff, getting them involved, because that's what the kids like. That's why with Drake, I think maybe that's what the NBA was trying to do, but... Go back to the old format. I, I I think the old format, it works. Uh, like you said, the lines won't be as blurry because the stuff is still is still kind of um, recent when they're giving out awards in the first round and second round of the playoffs. You're like, oh damn, I remember so and so had a good season, and because people don't remember now, people don't remember what you did in the 82 games. If you wait until after the finals and give out right. these awards, all people are gonna remember what happened in the playoffs for the most part. And then what happened in the finals? Like somebody could have a great season, uh, MVP season, and have a terrible playoffs and terrible finals if they make it that far. And people are like, "Why is he getting the award? He had a t-. all they remember is what he did in the playoffs and finals." So I agree with you. You know, right, right. So and that and that is very prevalent in this first category, uh, Coach of the Year. We got Dwayne Casey, Coach of the Toronto Raptors, Quinn mm-hmm. Snyder. Coach of the Utah Jazz and Brad Stevens, coach of the Boston Celtics. This is for regular season now. Right. So f- for your regular season coach of the year, who do you have, sir? Okay. Uh, and I'm not going to spin you. I have Brad Stevens, but I have Brad Stevens not for the playoffs, but the fact that he lost. Gordon Hayward in the very first game of the season against the Cavs. And mm-hmm. then Kyrie only played, what, 60 games? And yeah. you see what they still were in second place pretty much of the whole East uh, for the for the whole season. And they, and they played well. He had guys step up. He gave guys confidence like Tatum, Brown, uh, Tony Rozier, one of the Morris twins. I, I just think Bain, I, I think Brad has a good system. And I, I think he does a great job. He did a great job in college, as you his resume speaks for itself. So I think Brad Stevens should get the coach of the year. And I think the NBA does a bad job just giving coaches the coach of the year or sometimes MVPs, MVP of, uh, of the season when their teams are in first place. Or, you know, they, they look at most valuable team opposed to most valuable player or most valuable mm-hmm. or best coach. So I know Dwayne Casey had the best record in the East, but mm, I'm just being honest, you know, to be honest, which I don't – nothing against Dwayne C- Casey. He's a good coach, but mm, I don't know. The regular season, and mm, I don't know. I'm not, I was never sold on the Raptors. And maybe because Drake is a part of that too. I'm not a fan, so I don't know. The hate so Brad, is real. It's not really hate, though. I, I mean, he – he makes some good music. It's just he's such a groupie. Like he's such a he's such a groupie. It bothers me, you know, just in the face trying to give out hugs on the court during the game. It's too much. 
It's it too is. much. I, I definitely agree with that. But Brad Stevens, I think, with all those injuries and having guys step up and giving them the confidence, um, I would give him coach of the year. Uh, he could have got it last year, to be honest. So I, I, I think, I think it's well deserved for him. Wh- who do you have, sir? Uh, for me, it it was kind of tough. Um, mm-hmm. I ne- I never actually looked at Dwayne Casey as um like the coach of the year only because the Raptors are always there, right? Um, and they still had the same pieces as they did last year. So, I mean, them stepping up, changing their uh style of play was the only difference this year. Um, I like what Quinn Snyder did with the with the Jazz. Agreed. Had a a rookie kind of take the reins Mm -hmm. as the you know the best player on the team and the go to guy, and they went to the second round of the playoffs, which was pretty dope. But I I, I'm actually going to agree with you with Brad Stevens. Um, I always been impressed with what he's done, even from college with Butler, and then coming to the NBA and having an immediate impact, and especially what he's done this year without having his two main superstars, which everybody was looking forward to seeing playing together they suffered injuries and then he had to coach up these young guys. And now he's got those guys playing with a lot of confidence, with a lot of swag. They execute very well. Brad always comes out with crazy, crazy plays out of timeouts. Um, I think they're leading the league in like percentage out of timeouts scoring wise. Um, So I just like him. He's a, he's a good young mind in the game. I just think I, what I heard um, was that a lot of people um, in the in the inside, I guess, are kind of envious of him because he's risen to the top so fast. Right. Um, but I mean, if you're talented, who cares? So. Yeah, I, and I mean, I get that. I do, and like I said, I don't have anything against Dwayne Casey and. I, I agree with you with Quinn Snyder. They had a lot of injuries as well, and Donovan stepped up because, you know, Gobert was in and out, and they did lose Gordon Hayward to the Celtics. Uh, I think him instilling confidence in some of his younger guys, and they had a lot of players that couldn't find homes on other teams, uh, mm-hmm. and they and they, they made it work in Utah. But the thing I had, the problem I have with certain coaches, um, like your Ty, Tyron Lue or um, – Steve Kurt, not really a problem, but certain coaches don't get a fair shot. Like you hire these coaches for these bad teams and you expect them to make a drastic change within two years and you fire them and then you bring somebody else in and you give them a shot and they might be there longer. But I'm like, nothing is going to like if you don't have the right players and they don't want to play, it doesn't matter. The system is is everything, but you need players. So. You know, Mark Jackson is a prime example, and I'm not going to go back and forth, but he he never got his due, and that's just unfair. Like, I, Steve Kerr, I have no problem with. He seems like a stand-up guy and a good coach, but the system was implemented from Mark Jackson. The next year, they won the championship, you know? So you have to give him a little credit, Mark Jackson I'm speaking on. But me and you could run the Warriors. If you, got, if you have guys that know how to play basketball with IQ – I understand you need to know how to substitute guys and do the and I I get all that. I'm not taking them away from Steve Kerr, but it's not hard to run the Warriors. It's not hard to run the Cavaliers when you have somebody with LeBron's IQ on the court to, that, that he's really the coach. You know, yes. so 
I just it's unfair for certain teams and certain coaches they don't get to do that they deserve. Like Jason Kidd, I feel like he 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 he. I mean, he was trying his best, but it wasn't all him. Like some guys, it's just you put him in the position. Why do you have Eric Bledsoe out there? He shouldn't be playing if he don't want to play. He's not going to play for any coach. It doesn't matter. His attitude is bad. So you have to start looking at that. Like you point the finger at some of these coaches, and I just feel like it's unfair. So I just it, it rubs me the wrong way. Like Dwayne Casey, yeah, I get it. But like you said, the Raptors were gonna be there because DeMar DeRozan and Kyle Lowry are guess what? Amazing regular season players. I'm sorry to say that, but DeMar DeRozan, you're a great regular season player and a great Drew League player, period. You haven't yeah. done anything in the playoffs yet, so it is what it is. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I definitely Tom. agree. And then uh like I heard um, Jason Terry say when he was on the jump a couple days ago or last week, mm-hmm. um, yeah, it's all on the coach, but you can't put everything on the coach. Players got to put the ball in the basket. Yeah, Point man. blank, period. That's that's it. That's not all on the coach. They got to go out there and play. It's not, you know, and it, and then it, and they're very selective on how long guys are how how long coaches are in certain places because. Look at the coach of the Trailblazers. If you're going to start firing coaches, he really hasn't done much with, with the talent he has. Like, they should right. be a lot better, right? So yep. they're very selective on who they're firing and hiring, and I just I don't think it's cool. Speaking of hiring, our boy got hired for the Knicks. I hope he does well. So Take that for data. <laughs> <laughs> I, we cheering for you, man. You know, we cheering for you. Tisdale. So, Tisdale. I think he's going to turn it around, honestly. Yeah, yeah, they just got to figure out if Porzingis is going to play. I know he was hurt and, you know, different things. But they got some pieces, man. So we'll see how they do in the draft. Um, Okay. Well, I guess we go to most improved. Um, Yeah, yeah. We'll we'll see who you think had a great season. We got Clint Capella from the Rockets, Mm -hmm. uh, Spencer Dinwiddie from uh, Brooklyn Nets, and Victor Oladipo from the Indiana Pacers. Well, you already know who I'm picking. New York. New York. <laughs> hey, man, hands down, like, yeah, Clint, Clint Capella's on the Rockets, blah, blah, blah. He doesn't do anything but catch lobs. Sorry. My my boy, Spencer <laughs> Dinwiddie, he he balled out, but he plays on Brooklyn. Um, go to I die. feel like Victor Oladipo, he, he used uh, the experience that he had with Russell Westbrook mm-hmm. uh, last mm-hmm. season, and he implemented all of that this season. Went back home to Indiana and just killed. Nobody yeah. expected him to play the way he played. He almost single handed not single handedly, but uh, almost had LeBron exiting from the playoffs for yeah. the first time in like eight years. Yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah. that's my pick. Um, it's easy for me. Um, I, I I love Clint Capella. Uh, but I, I think it's always the system you play in because if you put mm-hmm. Clint Capella on the Lakers or you put him somewhere else on New York, he will never be talked about again. So right. I agree playing with James. It, it's much easier for certain guys. He, he's improved shooting and uh, and every blocks and defense. But I, I got Victor Oladipo hands down. Uh, he went to OKC and they talk bad about him. Um, they 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 said he's a different type of player, but it's hard to play with Russell. Russell Westbrook is a, is a guy that always has the ball in his hands, and it made you know it made Victor Oladipo I think uncomfortable, you know. Yeah. So 
he got to the he got back to the Pacers as you said, and I mean balled out. And uh, he was doing it all season, very consistent, getting his young guys involved. Lance Stevenson was out there acting a fool. Uh, Make just, dance. I just think that the Pacers, if they can get a few other pieces, this Pacer team is a team we thought was going to be last year when, before you know they got rid of Paul and we were bigging up the coach thinking he was going to be coach of the year. I yeah, think now, man. I think now... We, they got something on their hands. So we're going to hope for next year and the year after that they continue to uh, move up in the East and, you know, maybe they can shake up a few things. But I got Victor Oladipo easy um, with you. So Okay, okay. So that's two for two. Two, no dis- two, for, two for two. Yeah, no disagreement so far. We might no. get something right here uh, oh, with the yeah. <laughs> NBA Defensive Player of the Year. Oh, yeah. It's going to be it. real interesting. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be real interesting because Kyle's favorite NBA player is involved mm-hmm. in this, mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. which is Joel Embiid uh, from the Philadelphia 76ers. Mm-hmm. We got uh, Anthony Davis from the Pelicans and Rudy Gobert from the Utah Jazz. So okay. I'm going to let you go ahead and let us know who you pick, oh, sir. I mean, the world knows the hardwood brand players know. Uh, I'm going with Anthony Davis. And I'm going, and it's two reasons. First reason is after Boogie went down, he stepped up. He took his team to the playoffs. He had to do it offensively and defensively. Um, I think he's a amazing talent, and mm-hmm. I pick him because he will not be getting the MVP award. He's in that category as well. Later on, we'll talk about that. But I said he got to get something. So I'm going with defensive player. Um, I think AD is an amazing talent. I think he is the best. I guess he's a four. He's not a five. Is he a five? He's a four or whatever. I think technically he's a four five. Like you said, okay. a stretch big. Stretch big. Well, I'll say a stretch five. He's hands down the best stretch five in the NBA. And you can tell Embiid and Gasol and all the rest of the bigs, Capella, that I said it. Anthony Davis is the best big man, period, hands down. So that's what I'm going with. I'll leave it up to you. I mean, that's that's hard to uh, disagree with, but I, I'm actually going to go with Rudy Gobert. Mm, um, okay. Only because, dude, they play, they're deep. Like, he sold Paul's long, and uh, <laughs> he he's the anchor on, in that uh, Utah Jazz defense. Uh, everything gets funneled down there, and he, I think he has like a seven nine wingspan, mm-hmm. um, which is one of the longest in the history of the NBA. And you know, he blocks everything. So, whenever you can have somebody down low that you don't have to worry about rim protecting, like you could just if you get beat, like you know, Rudy's gonna be there. Weak side blocks, just his presence down low just kind of deters a lot of guards and everybody else uh, from even trying to go in the paint, you know, because Rudy is he's he's a monster down there, man. So I think without you take Rudy off that that team on the defensive end and they struggle. So um, that's my guy. Mr. Yeah, no, I agree. I I, I agree with that totally. I think Rudy Gobert, um, he allows the guards to get beat because he's like, hey, I'm protecting the, the paint, I'm protecting the middle, and the, and the guys know that. So when you get – when you got guards to blow by you, 
uh, pause, I guess there's a pause. And then they go try to go to the hole. That's another pause. And and shoot. Um, he's there. He's like you said, a rim protector. And he and that's what he thrives on. Like if he if you get him going, he's getting offensive rebounds, he's getting blocks early in the game. I think his momentum and his confidence is being built. He'll make those yep. free throws. He can do other little things. He's not really a shooter, but I think he thrives on that. So um, that's a good pick, man. You you didn't want to talk about Philly stand up trust the process at all. You didn't want to even go there, or nah. I mean, when you when you, when you say Joel and B, you don't think about defense. Honestly, I'm sorry. Like you only think is his charismatic um, personality, what he does on the offensive end, that giant ass euro step he takes, and mm-hmm. that mask. Mm-hmm. Now um, you don't really talk about his defense. I mean, I guess you know he's another big guy that blocks shots, but. Um, I don't think he's known for def- defense. I didn't think they just threw his name in there. I I know he he does a lot of those uh, LeBron type blocks when he gets beat. He knows yeah. that he he can recover pretty fast because you like you said he long arms and he can he can jump. Uh, but I think AD or like I said Rudy Gobert they thrive on defense and yep. um, and AD is one of those guys that. And Rudy Gobert, they move their feet. You know, they can switch off and guard, sometimes guards, or I would say threes. Uh, and one more yeah. person that that always could be talked, uh, put in this category is Draymond. I know you're not a fan, but for what Draymond does for the Warriors, he could be in it every year. Just on being able to guard one through five, that's pretty amazing. He moves his feet. Yeah. And and he'll he'll get up in you. That's always our term. And then the verbal, he'll get in your mind. He'll he'll get a tech. He'll get you irritated like a Marcus Smart or Lance Stevenson. So I think that helps too. You know, so it does. It does. Um, yeah. I mean, I talk a lot of crap about Draymond, but as far as like basketball mind, like he would be one of the first players that I would pick on my team because he's so valuable on both ends of the floor. Yeah, man. Like you said, yeah. like. Him being verbal, he's very verbal on offense and defense. Right, you, you need know, that. calling out screens, you switching need on smaller guys, being able to just, you know, irritate people. Irritate, yeah. That should be a category he can win hands down. Him and Ron him and Marcus Doe. Smart. Him and Marcus Smart. Easy. Marcus Smart too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Easy. So, and yeah, yeah. Dre, I think Dre, and he's somebody who you would like to play with because he's not going to take shots away from you. If you're a scorer, Draymond don't mind passing the ball, getting you the ball. You know, because he, he's going right. to do stuff on the defensive end that maybe you can't do, or your man beats you off the dribble. He steps up. He'll take a charge. He'll get a steal. He'll, you know, he'll get a flop and call or anything. So I, I just think Draymond. Yeah, you could always talk about him. So, hey, man, uh, I guess that's the split right now, the the uh, yeah. d- defensive players. So, Rudy Gobert for you and Anthony Davis for me. Next category would be the sixth yeah, yeah, man. Six man. This is ridiculous. Seriously. Like, dude, they should just stop having this category and they should just send the award to these guys um, because – I feel like Lou Williams is gonna get it. <laughs> there's no, there's. I mean, Vlan Bleak had a, a a pretty. Well, I'll go through the category: Air Gordon on the Rockets, Fred Van Bleak for the Toronto Raptors, and Lou Williams for the Clippers. Um, I'm surprised Jamal Crawford didn't make it, but he didn't. Really have a <laughs> he good didn't season. play that much. I don't nah, think you know. He, he didn't he have didn't. a good season. I think it was too cold up there in Minnesota for him. Something was going on. Knees start locking up on him. The body, uh, but I think. Lou Williams, for the most part, had the best season. I mean, with Chris Paul 
leaving, Blake Griffin getting traded midseason. You have a DeAndre Jordan and just a bunch of other role guys. Mm-hmm. I remember Lou Williams put up 50 on, on the Warriors in Golden State, you yep. know. Uh, he had a lot of 40-point games, 30-point games. I just, in my opinion, I just give it to Lou. Eric Gordon is somebody that could get it as well, but I'm I'm giving it to Lou Williams. Bro, I'm going to have a, a simple explanation for my reasoning for picking Lou Williams. They okay. did the brother dirty twice for the all-star voting. Give yeah. this man the award. Yeah, you're right. No you're questions right. asked. Yeah. Lou Williams bought out. He bought, He led this team in scoring. Uh, he stepped, like you said, he stepped up when, when uh, Blake Griffin was traded. Chris Paul wasn't there. They had a bunch of G-leaguers on the team. Lou had them playing well. They all played together, and Lou was the head of that. Every night you could count on Lou, and he had that stretch, like you said, uh, when he was sc- scoring like 40 and 50 points. Like, like it was nothing. Yeah. It's a ba- he's a bad boy. I, I, he, he definitely got robbed of being an all-star. Uh, and just go ahead and send it to his house. Get his address. Yeah, get his man. email. And you don't even need to talk about this category. You could just go ahead and mail, mail this man his award. He'll get it next year. He'll probably start next year. I don't know what the team is going to do. But as long as Lou Williams is in the NBA, mark my words, and playing at this high caliber level, he's going to get it every year. There's no – Yeah. I mean, Lou Williams, that's what he's off – he's instant offense. He walks in the gym, it's instant – and you can't do nothing about it because it's like a pickup game to him. You see how he yep. shoots his free throws. You you mentioned that to me. You brought that to my eyes. And he did it in the Drew. Did he not kill in the Drew too? Man, we walked in the gym. Lou went for 50, which was so, crazy. Made it so, look easy. So I, as long as he's still playing, um, Lou Williams. So congrats. I mean, Lou, you're going to get it. Uh, so you better get it or it's going to be some furniture moving. <laughs> We gonna start. We gonna show up to the award show. If y'all don't give it to Lou Williams, it's gonna be a problem. <laughs> so, hardwood brand to the six. We looking for Drake. <laughs> Adam Silver, give, you too. Yeah, Adam Silver, we looking for you. If you don't give Lou Williams award, it's gonna be some furniture moving. Like Dorian said, you good with us right now. But if you don't give Lou Williams this award, it's gonna be a problem that you don't want to deal with. <laughs> Right, right, right. Um, so here we go. You you ready? This this category uh, could possibly. Uh, I mean, man. I think this one is. We could have saved this one for last because. Well, let's save it for is, last. Then what's it's nothing. Nah, nah, we'll just do it. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> Only because this has been the most talked about category for the latter half of the season, rolling true. into the playoffs. True. 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 It is the rookie of the year. Oh, I'll roll, roll out the candidates. Uh, we have Mr. Donovan Mitchell of the Utah Jazz, mm-hmm. Ben Simmons of the 76ers, mm-hmm. and Jason Tatum of the Boston Celtics. Ba-dum-boom. And I think that they should have added another player here. I mean, knowing that this is only going to be a two-man race, I think they still should have gave him credit for the season that he had. It was Kyle Kuzma. He got Absolutely. snubbed here. Absolutely. He definitely got snubbed. Uh, everybody went in thinking Lonzo Ball was going to do that, be the best player on the Lakers. Kyle Kuzma came in from Summer League, and he was just balling. If if Lonzo, Ball, if Lonzo Ball had Kyle Kuzma's mentality, Lonzo Ball would be 
rookie of the year and would be that elite player, but unfortunately he doesn't. Um, this is going to be very interesting for me. Um, I've been a fan of Donovan Mitchell for the whole season before the season started. You guys know that. Um, I think Ben Simmons had a very, very, very productive rookie year. Um, and I think not only would be balling, I think that Ben, you know, should get a lot of that credit from getting his teammates involved and giving them confidence and being, what is he, 6'9", been able to do what he does on the floor. Mm, um, 6'10". 6'10". But uh, and Jason Tatum is just he's Jason Tatum is the most polished person in the draft. I mean, he is out there balling like he's been in the league for 10 years. I mean, the step back, the step back, he's smooth, smooth as ice and twice as nice. Uh, Jay Lisby, we know where he came from. Uh, we just going to shout out Duke right there because you guys got one. Um, Jay, Jason Tatum, hey man, I just got it. Jason Tatum has been balling. Uh, but this category, I think they should do Cole Rookie of the Years. Uh, it would oh, you only going be with the Cole. It would only be fair. I'm I'm sorry. Like I don't Donovan. He averaged more than Ben Simmons. I know Ben had a lot of triple doubles. You guys mm-hmm. look at the numbers, but let's be fair. Um, I think Cole. If you don't give it to Donovan Mitchell, I think Cole Rookie of the Years is acceptable. But you better not snub. Adam Silver, I'm being honest. You snub my boy Donovan furniture, I'm going to shake up the whole building um, because <laughs> for him as a rookie to take his team to the fifth seed, I think, of the playoffs in the West yep. is saying a lot for the caliber of talent. He didn't have an Embiid on his team. He didn't have a lot of guys like Ben Simmons or J.J. Redick, okay? And he was able to do that and play throughout the regular season and playoffs. I know we're not talking playoffs, but – Donovan Mitchell. Playoffs. You, I know. I say Cole, um, rookie of the year, which is, I know, surprising, but I'm just, I'm going to go with that, man. Oh, ben okay, Simmons, Donovan okay. Mitchell. Yeah, I, that's what I'm going with. All Who right, you got, man? For, uh, for me, all along, it was, ben, it was Ben Simmons, Ben Simmons, Ben Simmons, mm-hmm. because of how he was playing. Great point guard. 16 point guard I should say mm-hmm. distributor rebounder does little things that helped his team um and then here comes Mr. Donovan Mitchell yeah. and he just man I mean I know Kyle you know talked about him since the start of the season I hadn't known very little about Donovan mm-hmm. until Kyle started talking about him so I started paying more attention but Donovan was uh he was doing some things out there that a rookie should not be doing. He ended up having to be the first option on the Utah Jazz offense. He carried that team. Like you said, he carried them into the to the fifth seed in the West, which is incredible. Yeah. Um, because they were out of the playoffs at the All-Star break. Then, you know, he gets into the playoffs, takes them to the second round, beats Russell, Paul George. Carmelo Anthony and the OKC Thunder and goes and plays pretty good in the Houston Rockets series, might I add. That has nothing to do with the award, but just But you just want to tell that. the people, yeah, yeah. So just watching all of that, um, I think that it should go to Donovan solely wow. because when when you look at it, Ben Simmons 
this is technically his second season. Yeah, yeah. This I is his first season yeah. playing, uh-huh. but I feel like he's gotten a head start and a sneak peek of things to come. He had a front row seat to the NBA lifestyle, to the <clears throat> NBA style of play, practice, travel, all of that stuff. Donovan Mitchell is experiencing all of this for the first time, and he's played out of his mind. Wow. So for that reason and that reason alone, I feel like Donovan should get the award by himself because he is technically a rookie this year. Mm. He was in college last year. Ben Simmons was in the NBA last year. I don't have nothing to say. I mean... It pains I, me to say that because I'm a big Ben Simmons fan, but mm-hmm. if, you're gonna, if we're going to go technical, I'm going to give it to... Uh, Donovan Mitchell, you, he you, had a hell of a season. You just went technical at the end of that. I, I what's funny is I didn't even think about the last part of what you were saying as far as Ben having the experience and you know being in just on the bench and being able to travel with the team and seeing how that how that goes and then Donovan having the experience that be the number one option on the team because of Rubio was in and out and being hurt and I have nothing to say, man. So hey. If you know, I'm just cheering for Donovan. Hopefully, he gets it. Uh, I think it's well deserved. I think that nobody picked him to even do what he was doing in right. the NBA, um, and a lot of teams missed out on on possibly picking him up. But I'm cheering for Donovan, man. I'm gonna keep cheering for yeah. him. So hey, and I and it might I add, like I love the the back and forth that him and Ben Simmons were having. Um, they both were making valid points, but at the end of the day, again, I just think Donovan, this is this is his first year experience in all of this. Ben has been there already, so hey, I'm not gonna argue with that, people. <laughs> I am not gonna argue with that. And I guess the most important award of the whole season would be Most Valuable Player MVP. Uh, we yes, have sir. we have Anthony Davis. Wow, he's he's in two categories, like I mentioned earlier. Um, James Harden and LeBron James. Man. So I will let you give your pick, and then I will <laughs> follow up with you. Um, I, whew, okay, this is gonna be controversial, but I feel like I know James is gonna get the award because he had an incredible season, mm-hmm. um, and his team is playing well, and he got snubbed. Blah 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 blah. But I think that if you look at the the category, it says most valuable player. Not most valuable team. I agree. Not most valuable team. I agree. Most valuable player. And okay. for me, it's, it, it, it's very close with this category for me. I'm not even putting James into the discussion for this because we already know he's going to get it. But I'm just saying for the sake of this podcast and the discussion – I feel like if you take James off Houston, they still might be okay because they have Chris Paul. You take LeBron James off the Cleveland Cavaliers, it's going to be some struggling Cavaliers out there again, like pre-Kyrie days. Yeah, they're going to definitely get a, a early draft pick is what you're saying. Exactly. They're going to be in the lottery. Yeah. They're going to they gonna have a chance to get Anthony Bennett again. <laughs> Hey B, what's up, baby? Where you at, man? What's up? Me in Toronto out there taking oh. pictures for YouTube. Oh yeah. 
And I think they said nights he's out there, Trader Joe's bagging. But go ahead, man. What were you saying? <laughs> and then uh, also you take Anthony Davis off the Pelicans and they're right back in the lottery as well. Yeah, so struggle. for me, it was kind of hard. Struggle. Like, um, and because LeBron James could win it every year, I'm going to say the most valuable player should be Anthony Davis. Wow. Because okay. after – uh, DeMarcus Cousins went down. He took his game to a ridiculous level. Whole another level. Like, ridiculous level. Like, Whole there's no level. player in the game at his size that could do the things that he could do. That dude can do whatever he wants on the court on both ends of the court. He dominates the game when he wants to. You can't really stop him. It's, it's just scary. Like, that dude, I mean, you can attribute all this – to his growth spurt in high school, I guess he was six or one in one summer. He grew like seven or eight inches. Uh, and then he became this monster dude with ball handling skills, like guard skills, pretty much. Um, that's now a big man. And the things that he did for the Pelicans at the end of the season, going into the playoffs was ridiculous. And then he catapulted them into the second round of the playoffs um, when nobody even gave them a chance against the Trailblazers. So for that, I am going against the grain, and I would like to see Anthony Davis win MVP. Wow. That's that's a surprise for me. <laughs> uh, that's definitely I just it. wanted to go against the grain, just, you know, not be too predictable – we all know who's going to win in real life, but mm-hmm. just for sake of entertainment. I like but that. But I truly believe that Anthony Davis should win Rick, uh, MVP. I don't have a problem with that. I uh, I always go back and forth with you about this because it's always most valuable team and not player um, from when Shaq got snubbed and Steve Nash got the back-to-back. And it's just yeah. been a, it's just been a series of, of guys. Um, last year, Russell, it was well-deserved, average, averaged a triple-double. But he averaged a triple double this year. So why not? You don't even put him in a category. That's amazing for a guy to yeah, do they didn't that. Talk about that. They you didn't know, talk so, about Russell doing that. So I think that because, like you mentioned, James got snubbed last year, which he did the same thing last year. Yep. Um, they're just going to give it to him this year. Uh, I, in my opinion, I have LeBron winning it only because of his age and what he's doing, having the best season of his career. 15 years into the NBA. That's pretty damn amazing. I think Bro, that's, that's ridiculous. I like, think it's pretty amazing. No, no decline in his game. I he mean, it, improved. He, he's improved. Uh, the only thing that he's lost, and you guys knew I was going to go with is some of his hair. You knew I was going to bring it up. Every episode, uh, but, go to the follicles. But, I mean, he's still – He's still an elite basketball player, top three in the NBA on the planet. Um, For the caliber of guys, you know LeBron is going to get you traded or he's going to put that call in like he did with IT and Shumpert and those guys got moved and his friend D-Wade, the banana banana boat buddy, um, he moved him before the All-Star break and he brought in new guys, Clarkson and Rodney Hood, and they haven't really been playing well, Jordan Hill, but he's still... LeBron James and he's putting up 40 in the triple double. He's doing this, he's doing that. It's pretty amazing. I mean, it's very 
amazing to watch. And we'll talk about this once he retires because I don't think people appreciate what he's doing. Um, but I think I, because we we we've been so accustomed to yeah, of course the level of play that he's played at for so long. Of course, I was just telling my dad it's crazy to think that he's been in the league for 15 years because I remember me and you watched him and Carmelo play in their rookie season. We got Costco pizza. Yeah. Went back to the crib, watched that first battle. And it's hard to believe that that was 15 years ago. 15, and time flies. Um, And, and I think just like, you know, as fans, I and mean, we're real basketball fans, but you have a lot of people now with social media that are just, they they're bandwagon fans, so you get people yeah. that just oh let's jump on this. We're gonna start cheering for KD and Steph, or we'll cheer for James Harden or Kyrie. But as basketball fans, LeBron James has done this night in and night out. I mean, LeBron hasn't quit on any games, even though he's had crazy teammates and he's an elite basketball player. And you have to give credit where credit is due. I mean, it's just like exactly. when Mike. It's like when Mike played. Some people didn't appreciate it because we were accustomed to, oh, Mike's playing tonight. You know what's going to happen. Kobe's playing tonight. We are, Shaq's playing. Who, the list is endless. Um, I just think that what the talent LeBron has, which is not much, and for him to be playing at a high level 15 years in at 33, is he 33? Uh, I think so. That's amazing. You ha- I mean, to talk about him and these other guys are in their 20s. And they haven't been in the league half that time. And you still put LeBron in the category. I just – I wouldn't be surprised if – well, James is going to get it, but LeBron does definitely deserves some looks and some votes. Um, and, I mean, hell, like I said, his caliber alone, yeah. Houston has – they have bodies. You mentioned Chris Paul and all that. Not taking nothing, nothing away from James, but LeBron's help is very slim. So – I, I, I just Bro, think, I'm gonna go out on the limb and just say LeBron is the GOAT, man. I'm sorry. Yeah, you giving him the title? I'm I'm for to see what he's doing right now with what mm-hmm. he has in mm-hmm. his age and all of that stuff. Dude, come on. Who what other players been to the NBA finals seven straight years? So so we'll we'll have to do this. We'll put we'll get a category of guys and we'll just say the GOAT. Or we'll have to do, um, you know, the 2000s, the 90s, the 80s. Yeah. We'll, we'll figure out something. But, I mean, you have to – he's top five. Easy. Hey, man, in my book – He's number one. Book, he, he's the best ever, You man. just closed the book right there. He's number yeah, one. Yeah, he, he's the best okay. ever. For what he does on the on the floor, okay. um, I know there's many Kobe guys out there that's going to come in my neck and many Mike guys, but – what LeBron has done on both ends of the court as far as being a facilitator and a scorer and a leader on and off the the court, you can't argue with it, man. I'm sorry. Going, like, it's just watching what he did in that first round of the playoffs, second round of the playoffs this season, it's just kind of like, what? You shouldn't even right. be still playing right now, right, right. let alone playing – all the minutes. I think he led the NBA in minutes this he season. He did. He did. He did. Um, and he's damn near averaging a triple-double in the playoffs. I think it's like 35 points, nine rebounds, nine assists. And has, on, Im- has improved his three-point shooting. This is the best 
season for his three point shoot. And one and one thing I want to say when you mentioned Kobe and fans coming for your neck and Mike, not this is not to the basketball fans, but once again the bandwagon. You could like. Kobe and LeBron. I talk to people and they love Kobe, but they hate LeBron. And I'm like, why? Right. Oh, because I just love Kobe. But what? why don't you like LeBron? Give me a reason why. Oh, because nobody, all of my Kobe fans don't like LeBron. That was a dumb reasoning. I can't accept that. Like, you can exactly. like LeBron and like AI. You can like KG and Tim Duncan. If you're a basketball fan, you're, you, you might have several players you cheer for. So I just think that in this time, in this day and age, you get people that cheer for one player, and it's like, I got to hate everybody else. And there's so much hate towards LeBron. I'm like, for no man, reason. Yeah, you know, hey. So, hey, you said the GOAT, man. I had to get, I'm had to get my, li- my list together, man, to see where he, he falls on my list. But uh, I'm not mad at you, brother. Yeah, I got to give man. a shout-out to my boy D. Pelly out in Cleveland. Um, he said it wasn't going to be official unless I said it on the podcast. Because I told him in the text, I was like, man, Brown is a goat, bro. He's okay. Like, you got to say it on the podcast. Well, so it was a perfect opportunity. And and that's, you know me, I've been a big LeBron fan from day one. Mm-hmm. Um, so like, mm-hmm. he's just progressed every single year. And ah, you, you can't, I don't know. You can't, you can make an argument for all three players. Um Kobe and Mike and LeBron, but I'm just saying LeBron to me, all around basketball player is the best that's played in the NBA. And then, and see, and then it gets very, you get lost in the sauce because you say three, but then there's so many other, and we're not going to yeah, get into this sure, now. For sure. But you know, the Magics, you know, the yes, Larry Birds, sure, sure. the, you know, I, I get it, the Kareems, the, it's so many guys, you know, we'll I mean, come we up. Yeah, we can have a full podcast on the we GOAT. We will. Because like will. like how you were just saying, I didn't mean to cut you off. But no, no, no. If okay. there was no Michael Jordan, if there was no Magic Johnson, there would be no LeBron James. Absolutely. No Kobe either. Kobe would who is Kobe can't watch those VHSs right. and watch Mike every night. Who is he gonna be watching? Who is Kobe right. gonna be watching if Mike wasn't in the NBA? That's the question. Kobe, exactly. we're gonna ask you if if Mike Michael Jordan didn't exist. Who are you gonna f- patent your game after? That's the question. Right, and my and Mike had Dr. J, so maybe Kobe would have went Come back on, to man. Dr. J. Come on, he man! Found I, a Michael Cooper to dunk on. He, oh, you just shot Michael Cooper for no reason. <laughs> but like you mentioned, and then you got your Bernard Kings, who Dr. J exactly. took a look. There are a lot of guys that they they take a little bit. They they use that. They put it in their game. Um, and you know you have to give respect. Like I said before, we'll come out maybe the seventies, eighty. Well, we'll do eighties. We're not starting with the seventies, but eighties, nineties, the two thousands, and then and then the future. Who we think, and then we just come up with a list. So that'll be one you yeah, guys look be out an for. One. It will that'll be. That'll be an interesting podcast. I didn't mean get... to to deter from the the awards, but I oh, just so needed to say that the Le- we're talking about LeBron being in the MVP category for so many years. He's always in it. So I just thought it was the the prime time to. Hey man, that's state what it case. is. It's our podcast. We say what we want to say anytime we want to. So, um, Anthony Davis was your pick. LeBron yes, James sir. was my pick for MVP. Um, we we I, we did all right for the most part. I think we got three out of the categories we agreed on. Um, yeah, and we gave valid reasonings on why we we picked these players. Um, make sure you guys tweet us. Let us know who you have for each category and why. 
Um, and, you know, let us know how you feel about our picks, man. You know, we got, I know we got some regulars. Jay Allen is always listening and tweeting us and Jay Lisby and Abe and those guys. Um, we Mac appreciate Lowe. it. Mac Lowe always. You know, we know he's going to pick Kobe, rain or shine. <laughs> we know it's going to be a Kobe. It's Kobe love, but it's nothing wrong with that. So, um, what else? Anything else, man, before we get out of here? Um, I had a I had a drop in gym uh, okay. of the week. Um, it's not really, I guess, it's, I don't know if it's a gym, but it's just something interesting that I thought maybe not a lot of people knew about. Uh, I guess Chris Paul is going to start a Go Hoop Day which is very similar to the Go Skate Day, which the skateboarders have. Um, so Chris Paul starting a Go Hoop Day um, on uh, June 23rd is the Christen Day for the Go Hoop Day, which will be uh, annually on the fourth Saturday in June going forward from this year on. I guess uh, NBA players will do uh, clinics uh, at gyms in their you know, area, I guess, I guess, you know, wherever they play, they'll, they'll hold clinics there and they just encourage everybody just to go play basketball on June 23rd, which won't be hard because everybody loves basketball nowadays. It's like okay. the most popular game in the world. So, okay. We got to, we make sure we, the Harwood boys, we out there hooping somewhere. Uh, we'll yeah. Put yeah. Some video, yeah. We'll put some video out there for everybody. So you said June 23rd? Yes, sir. June 23rd is the, the new go hoop day. Okay, I'm with that. I, I mean, I hope it I hope it takes off because the go skate day is humongous in Los Angeles, anyways. It is. So the go go hoop day is pretty cool. Okay, I'm with that, man. That's a dope gym you just dropped, CP3. That's dope that you are doing that. Um, hopefully you out there hooping somewhere, giving people that uh, what is he got that side step, huh? That little sidestep. Yeah, man, drip. that's a, he he fell in love with that. Yeah. He dribble he, between the legs, low you, then he gonna hit you with that going to the left sidestep. It works for him. And that pull up free throw shot, he has that down packed. That that's one move in his bag that nobody could take away. He has that down packed. So packed. Yeah, that's you know, too bad he wasn't doing it as as much on the Clippers in the playoffs, but hey, that's another <sighs> podcast, you know, huh? Right, right. Oh, oh, I got one more. Not it's not really a gym, but it's just a. Oh boy! <laughs> excuse my language. It's a nigga. What? Oh no! This can't be good. So, Chewbacca from Star Wars was sitting courtside. Was at Game Three of the Eastern Conference Finals in Cleveland, mm-hmm. and I guess Kevin Love asked Kendrick Perkins, "Was he gonna go hang out with Chewbacca?" And Kendrick Perkins was like, "Who is that?" He was like, "What?" And Kendrick Perkins was like, "Yeah, I, I don't keep up with all this new stuff, Bruh, Star Wars came out in 1979, before you was born. How do you not know who who Chewbacca is? Like, I think my son Hudson knows who Chewbacca is, and he only been on the planet two years." George Lucas is rolling. George Lucas is rolling over in his grave. He hears something. <laughs> I don't have nothing to say. I I really don't have anything to say. That's I, yeah. I, I don't know what to say. I mean, I guess you know you're exposed to different things, but come on, bro. Everybody knows what Star Wars is. But even if you're not a Star Wars fan, you certain characters stick out. I mean, you should exactly. know. Exactly. That's ridiculous. 
I don't know. Like, I don't really watch Guardians of the Galaxy like that, but I know who Groot is. Yeah, that's he's, I, yeah, because you're not under a rock. <laughs> Kendrick, you got to do better, man. You know, you got the sprayed on beard with the preacher suit on the bench. You got to do better, man. You got to know what's going on. Um, please, please, man. That's that's so unacceptable, man. We can't have that. We will tweet you the character list for Star Wars. Solo is coming out soon. Um Kendrick, we'll, we'll tweet you. We'll give you the whole Star Wars list. Make sure you go see the movie, man. That's We can't have that. We can't have that. Yeah, man. That's in my book, because I'm such a big Star Wars fan, that's unacceptable, Kendrick. So he probably doesn't even know what, what a stormtrooper is. He probably don't. Oh, man. He probably would freak out. Like, what kind of craziness is this? <laughs> Baby who, oh. man. <laughs> oh man, that's funny. You gave it's us good two. to be back. It is. It's, it's good to be back. It is, um, my friend. It doing is. podcasts. It's, we we're trying to figure out our system now. Like I said, we're still looking for a, a permanent location. Mm-hmm. Uh, we might have a couple leads that we're going to look into, um, but we're just trying to, uh, you know, bring you guys good content when we when we do do it. We would love to be more consistent with it. I mean, we're going to and going forward, mm-hmm. um, but we're just appreciative of you guys still being here, listening to us when we do upload a podcast. Um, and if you haven't yet, go check out our YouTube. We got two videos up. Uh, one, we talked about our reactions to All-Star Saturday night. And the second one was our top uh, 10 playoff performances. Yep. Um, just all time. So just go check that out. Comment on the YouTube channel we're gonna have some more content coming up on there as well uh we're also thinking about recording uh video for the podcast when we have guests on um interviews and even just when me and kyle uh sit down and and have a podcast like today um we can record a video so you guys can have a visual since you know people like to stay on one platform and visually watch a podcast which is kind of weird but i mean hey teach his own yeah you um, gotta go with the with the new that's that's the you, new you gotta you gotta go with the flow man that's the millennials for you right exactly exactly so so that's 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 it for us um you know we got some new stuff coming out for the summertime mm-hmm. um check the website uh, check our social media we'll we'll have uh info when that's available and when that's coming out, um, just expect it uh, soon, like June, like uh, mid to late June. Yeah, um, right around the corner. We'll have some new stuff coming out. Um, and that, that's all I got, man. Uh, well, you gave everybody everything. Um, to piggyback off Dorian, if you don't know the website already, it's hardwoodbrand.com. You can find all our um, content on their podcast. Uh, I don't think our YouTube is up there, but our store is up there. Just uh, oh yeah, it's not. just just check us out. Uh, please leave comments if you have not already, and if you have, just continue to do that. We appreciate this uh, long ride and um, joining the team. And we got some exciting things coming for the summer. Um, thank you so much always for listening in, for watching us now, and for buying our products. Uh, it, it's really been a a dream come true for me and uh, Dorian. So. Uh, we'll we'll continue to to uh, work hard and and help the brand grow. You guys enjoy the rest of your beautiful day. I'm um, signing off. Old man Ross sweatsuits and New Balances. It's your man D Hill swiping them gift cards because I'm the gift card bandit. <laughs> He's something else, and I will be getting some more. Like I said.
Not Father's Day is coming up. Not for me. You guys don't send me nothing, <laughs> please. All right, please. I'm out of here. Um, spread love and not hate. Get in the gym. Shoot some jumpers. At least about eight. Y'all be safe. Peace. Later. Yeah.